0: Oh, wait. I just want to... Let me just pause your okay? What's going on?
1: Life. Life is happening.
0: How was your weekend, uh, by the way? Because I feel like we haven't touched base uh, for so long I in know. this setting.
1: I know. Weekend was good. Um,
0: yeah. Ended up being a good weekend. So started the week well
2: great
1: uh let me think gosh
2: it feels like forever okay so the last time we talked we i don't even remember what we spoke about i know it was i read some poem by marianne williamson
1: it was a good poem it was a great poem (laughs) we talked we read poems (laughs) We talked a lot about, uh, you know, we went into, like, the five words and then okay. core values, kind of, like, really digging into core values, um, things about, you know, beliefs and standards, which the, the day eight really got me thinking more about beliefs. That was the whole exercise, but, like, takes a while to think, like, well, what is that? Like, what is your belief? What are your beliefs? You know what I mean?
0: Oh, so for start, sure.
1: Like, Because it's such a interesting word. Like, like, what do I believe in? But that's not what I went
0: with. I kind of went with, like, what thoughts
1: or beliefs, like, have helped me maybe get to where I am. Or even that's the most... interesting. Yeah. Or, you know, based off of where I am, what I've gone through, like, what thoughts or beliefs... Will uh, help me move forward. And that's kind of what I went with. Great. So but just,
2: I yeah. have to call you on something. I have to um, say that let's not skip straight to day eight when we still have day seven to discuss.
1: No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, we have day six. We have day <laughs> six, day seven. And then we'll be, we, may not even get, we may not even get to day eight, right?
2: Maybe not. What was day eight? I mean, day, day six.
1: Eight, day six was the letter to yourself.
2: Oh, that's the one I'm talking about. Mm. How was that? Do you want to talk about it or not?
1: Yeah, I'm not going to read it. Uh, I think this one was for me, which is totally. You know, I think, I think, and I think, like, depending on whoever goes through this exercise, like, that's up to you, right? Like, if you want to share the letter, I think it's fine. Or maybe, maybe that letter is for you. But I, I can go into some of what it was and. Um, it was hard at first to think like all right what, what would i write to myself
2: what was the it exercise was, though that we put out for that day
1: It was essentially like and it had some prompts um yeah. but you were writing to yourself as if you, it was a love letter a friend. to self yeah but as if you were like almost like you know if you were your own friend and you were going to say these things to your friend like how would you do it right yeah. and that was essentially it. And I think some of that, I don't know, what would you call that role-playing role playing context helps helps with this because you can kind of put yourself in the you know mind of a friend or something like that. But even with that, like for me, so, so I'm like writing a letter myself from a friend, that kind of stuff. Like I just couldn't, I, I was having a hard time coming up with anything. Like, it just was a little okay. too abstract for me, <laughs> maybe. But I switched <laughs> gears and I said, all right, well, what if I wrote to myself from my dad? And it just flowed. Like, it was like,
0: Fuck, it, was inter- it was
1: interesting. It was interesting because it like, the damn dog is just chewing and stuff. Uh, it just. Once I did that, it just went, like, it just
0: flowed. Um, so it was really interesting. And uh, yeah, you know, like, I realized that I had such an interesting relationship with my dad.
1: And I think that the relationship changed, like any relationship with a parent changes. Over years from obviously being a child, a, a real shitty teenager to, you know, for me going in the military and then coming out of the military and then trying to start a, a life and all this stuff. Like my relationship with him changed quite a bit. And he really became, even though he always had his mental health issues, he became the person that I would call, like, I mean... <clears throat> you know, almost, almost daily ask for advice and that kind of stuff. Right. So I found by writing this, I'm like, wow, there's a, there is a hole that is just not filled in day-to-day life. It's interesting after he passed away, I spent like, a it was like a year or more where if, I ran into an issue with work or relationships or whatever, and I and I needed advice. Like I would still reach for my phone and, I, and then have to remind myself, like you can't make oh, this call. Gosh. Yeah, and then that stopped. But it was it was such a reflex that, like it 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 was it was unconscious until I, until the realization set, in. and then you're like, oh, you know that sucks. But anyway, my I guess, my point here is that, like. So I just filled in that gap myself. You know? With yourself,
2: you started yeah. parenting yourself.
1: No, no, mm-hmm. with this letter. Like, what are the things that like that I missed? What are the things that I missed hearing, and you know, wow. would hope to have heard? Would have, would would hope to have heard from that point of twenty eight years old up to the point now of forty two. Powerful. It was brief. Like, it wasn't super long. I don't need a lot of details in it. Like, but there are were, there were things. And these things were, you know, probably more thematic and things that you would hopefully hear over and over again throughout the years. Um,
2: what are some of those themes? Are you willing to share
1: themes? Well, I just think, like, you know, I think everybody... I mean, I'm not going to say everybody because that's probably not true. But a lot of people <laughs> look look for at least guys. Like I, I don't know, I'm not a a woman, but like we look for some type of validation from our father. And I mean, that's
0: a, gone. Yeah. Where do you so find it?
1: where do you find it? And like having a father say they're proud of you, like that's a that's a big thing. Like that's huge, especially when you're you know, I, my father is very critical. Um, and he didn't not he didn't not ever say he was proud, but it took a lot for sure and it, it meant something uh, very critical. So it's funny I was watching uh, welcome to Wexham the soccer. You know, you know what it is like it's on FX it's a soccer show. what's his name on there I don't
2: watch it by any means. I have it's, no it's, interest it's, in it really whatsoever, funny. but go for
1: it it's it's great. it's such a it's <laughs> great. it's powerful too because it's like this whole sp- Community around a sports team, and like, I don't know, it, it it was really good. But what's his name? Um, not Rob McElroy, but uh, the other dude that played uh, Deadpool. Uh,
2: oh, Ryan Gosling. I mean, Reynolds, Ryan oh Reynolds. god, I'm this so glad with him. This would oh. be
1: great because I would, I would really love, uh, I'm way spinning off. I'm gonna bring this back okay. just because I watched the show. I would really, it would be really amazing. Not that they ever would, but if they ever watched this and realized that we said Rob's name first, who's like a TV star who plays Uh and like It's Always Sunny and and Mythic Quest and couldn't remember the name (laughs) of the big movie star. Would be really, that would be really funny. But anyway, Ryan Reynolds is in there and like his father passed away. He was older, but no, maybe he was around the same age as I was because he said it was like right before or after Deadpool came out, but. That he, you know, his father was very critical of him as well, and he's like, I still search for validation from my dad, like to this day. He's not even here, and I'm still like trying to trying to make him proud, right? And like uh, that really, it's something like I like I can I can relate to that. And Another interesting thing. So you know, that was a lot of this um, letter, and not all of it, but that was a uh, you know some of the themes within it, and then. Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody afterwards, very shortly after writing it, a couple hours, and they had said something to me, and i me to keep this to me as well, but they had said something to me that was almost word for word, something that I wrote in the letter, and it, like, just floored me, like, I was like, I just couldn't, Wrap my head around it that that just happened. It was so strange. It was like, oh, you're asking for this. Well, here you go. And one like, of oh. those things where like we talked about it a couple sessions ago, a couple episodes ago, or you know, what's faith? And like some things just don't have to be explained. Just take it. Just take it. Right? Like I don't know why that happened so like close together like that but it did I'm gonna take it no explanation needed
2: none needed whatsoever I think I've had a lot of those moments as well and they're they're kind of blowing my mind and I'm trying not to put any meaning to them but just trust and have faith in this process because something is shifting and changing for me in a big way yeah and if it's showing up externally financially it's you know what I mean it's just crazy
0: what's going on
1: it is. It's interesting, for sure.
0: Like I feel. Yeah, I just feel also.
1: Like I've ignored things for a long time, out of a out of a coping mechanism, maybe a survival mode, whatever it might be. But you can't, of course, you can't, you can't hide behind that forever, right? Like at some point, you got to deal with some stuff, and and uh, I think well, you have important. to become that father I'd, to yourself. Yeah absolutely so what
2: are your dogs doing
1: i don't know i hear him doing something that he's not supposed to be doing do you want to That's go get him I know. yeah can, can i go check him yeah quick? of course yeah.
0: yeah okay so you rescued the toilet paper roll from your dog asshole but <laughs> uh yeah i think there's some really cool changes i think um you know it's interesting because I I think there's really
1: something to understanding. I think the values exercise to me was powerful because it's like a company that like lives by their core values, right? Like, you know, like this is how we make our decisions. You know, are we going to be in a partnership with this other company? Are we going to sell this product? Like, you know, are we going to go business to business or, you know, business to consumer? like all these different things. And it's like, well, does that match our driving force, our core values? And this is how we make our decisions. And, and I'll say like, maybe subconsciously, there's some of that that went on, but I didn't really do that much. Just kind of did things, just made decisions.
0: Well, you
2: let go as well of outcomes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, you know, the outcome is what it is, but like, this is, this falls in line with who I am, what my values are. And then we'll go into like some of those beliefs. So I think there's a lot to that. And it's open. It's really opened, opened me up to, you know, better communication, better understanding, that kind of stuff. So I don't know good stuff
0: I love that that's yeah. great
1: what about and your I, letter I we went sorry. into my letter what about your letter you can't <laughs> do that you do this quite often here <laughs> I am
2: wow. uh, it's a gift a talent I possess
1: yeah just pull I, stuff out of other people I like, get yeah, people tell to share tell their soul
2: <laughs> just kidding no I mean geez I can't even like, like so much is happening for me um so, I mean, we kind of went into this challenge just being like, let's do this. We're going to write it. We wrote it. And it's crazy how these things are showing up in my life and the way they're manifesting and the way they're being reinforced by external forces. Um, but the moment I decided to take it within, right, by identifying my values and I always love to see how my external world reflects what's going on inside. Cause I do believe there's a direct correlation between it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I decided that if I want luxury, abundance, decadence, um, like deliciousness in my life, I need to start to think it inside. And how does, what is my house essentially embodies who I am. So mm-hmm. start creating this decadence, this luxury, this abundance here and um and then things will start showing up so and here's the thing this is how I did it I redecorated my outside but not by buying one single new thing by using what I already have so I went to discover stuff that I have that I've been putting away um not using and I prominently displayed stuff that I love and that I'm proud of and it's showing up in my in my in my internal world as well and i don't know if this is making sense to you is it
1: no i 100% like i could see the uh the um i don't know what would you say like the line drawn from uh you know taking what you already have and creating what you want out of that versus Going out, and and let's say the gardening thing you you just talked about, going out and buying new things in order to do that. So then, like, yeah, how do you apply that to yourself? What is that like? Well, there are everything you need
0: is within you. Become
1: who you want is already within. You don't need to go look for that externally. Yeah, absolutely, it makes sense. We
0: lost your, I lost your volume.
1: Uh oh, technical. technical issue now we're good okay
2: well let me just my my headphones decided not to work anymore um one of my biggest things that i came into the challenge with struggling with was this seeking external affirmation to make Mm me whole and beautiful and abundant and worthwhile and everything like basically like trying to soothe those negative core beliefs that i have that we'll get into and um one of the biggest things about living authentically was bringing it back to me internally what yeah. do i possess? and it's so interesting because this is a house that i shared with my ex-husband right and mm. during our marriage i was never allowed to choose any furniture or decor or anything like it had to be exactly what he was i essentially moved into his life right as it was and um when we got divorced and he moved out I still felt bad, I still kept so much of his stuff because he was such a hoarder and collector of like this mid-century furniture that I kept so <laughs> much of his stuff. And so um, it was interesting how recently I have taken away his stuff and decided to show my own.
1: And yeah, it's like- it's awesome.
2: Myself. Anyway.
1: You're building your own, yeah, that's interesting.
2: I'm building my own little palace the parallels
1: here. Are, the parallels are incredible, Crazy. right? Like, yeah.
2: And then this weekend, on a whim, I decided to do Rainer Wilde's um, Love Letters workshop. And it's a writing workshop. And I sat there and I was like, why do I not do more things like this that bring me pure freaking joy? Writing is one of the things that I've been doing. And I'm not a writer by any means. Like, I don't like to call myself a writer. I'm good at expressing my feelings to myself on, on a piece of paper. Mm. Um, But it's so freaking interesting because the concept of remember last week we we focused on what does life want from me not do what i want but what does life want from me right in his workshop same question came up what does life want from me it was insane and then this love letter challenge like the whole thing that his that his whole thing was called love letters and his thing wasn't about writing love letters to ourselves. It was about a and Henry Miller's relationship, those two writers and the love letters that they wrote and how they oh, wow. showed up in the world. And it was so beautiful and so interesting. But anyway, not to get off topic, can I read my letter to you? Yeah. Really?
1: <laughs>
2: it's not like super deep and meaningful. It was more playful and, um, and, uh, and, and once again, like right now, my heart is racing because I'm showing a part of myself that I don't want to show.
1: Yeah, but that's what it's all about, right?
2: Right. It's so fucking scary. Anyway, so here goes. Um, my love letter to myself. It was always you. I just didn't know it. I fell in love with your bright shining heart and the way that you wake up with your arms stretched out wide, ready to embrace the world and all that it has to offer. I love that. It's your naive view of life and those you uh, it's your naive view of life and those around, you never daring to believe that anyone isn't out there to just support and love fully. And I know that you've been hurt and at times have become jaded, but I want to remind you that the essence and purity with which you see the world is the truth and a gift you give to others. And I love that. I love the way your eyes sparkle with passion and joy when you talk about the things you love, your kids, horses, your friends, your lovers, dancing in the moonlight with your heart wide open. I love that. I love the way you approach every adventure eager and curious to understand and learn about yourself in the world. I love that. I love that you're always willing to expand and grow no matter how hard it is and to walk through that fire with your head held high and your hand on your heart guiding the way. I love that. I love how you choose to dance at any moment, swaying your hip, closing your eyes, turning your head to the sky, often dancing to music only you can hear. I love that. I love how you welcome sadness and loss and betrayal. The visitors you don't want to let in, but you do because you're brave so you open your arms and you let them in and you ask what are you here to teach me and then you listen as they whisper their tales of sorrow to your heart and you love them deeply because they bear, because they bear gifts of grace and compassion and love deep fulfilling love and when you leave and when they leave you hug them tightly and you say i look forward to seeing you again thanks for teaching me about myself i love that I love how you step into the deep desire of your burning passion with reckless abandon as you shed your clothes, your armor, your masks, your protection and you open your arms to the heavens and you say rebirth me I'm ready.
1: Wow. I will tell you mine was not nearly as poetic. That's <laughs> awesome. Well,
0: I feel and like it's that's interesting like no it
1: different. was like, you know, it was it was interesting because It's something you've, the letter describes something you've said over and over again through these podcasts, these episodes, which was, you know,
0: falling in love with yourself first. And like, that's what your whole letter really was. Yeah. Yep, it's a concept of like
2: dating myself. Really, it's
1: crazy. This letter thing is like blowing my mind a little bit because, <laughs> you know, I, I'm starting to, it always feels interesting saying things like this
0: because I I, I don't,
1: I don't think we need to put everything on like our past or childhood or all, whatever the hell it is. Right. But like, you know, I feel, I always felt like, look, I just have some unresolved things and a lot of them have to do with my father and especially the ending of it all. Right. And I think, and I always felt like to some extent that was, that was holding me back and I didn't process it. I just kind of buried it. And you know, and in, in different parts of my life, it kept popping up and like this creating these roadblocks and th- and we're we are tasked to write this letter, and I can't write anything. I just have nothing to write about myself until I put it into that perspective. And then I just can't I just wrote it, like it was like, let me just happened like that, Like I was done. That's you know, good. and then, like, and this is something you've said over and over again about you and like, okay, you know, seeking things externally, but I need to find it internally and, and love myself more. And like, you start writing it and that's what shows up over and over again through that letter. It's an interesting exercise. Like if you just let it happen, you know, I learn a little something about it. what's holding you back a little bit, you know, it's really, I don't know, it's cool
2: it's really cool yeah it was a it was a very interesting exercise it was um
1: at first i was like i don't want to do this
2: <laughs> i was like what is what is, why why did we do this today why did we just start to write
0: a letter I know, I was like, like, seriously
1: a letter to myself like what am i gonna say and then it and another thing you were saying about writing because this 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 challenge um Requires a decent amount of writing, thinking about yourself and things, and then writing it down. And then, as you're writing it down, exploring it a little bit more. And yeah, there's something to that
0: for sure. Like, there is a lot to be
1: gained through writing these things out. It's incredible. Well,
0: Hubert uh, did a podcast the other day about
2: writing stuff out. Did he? about memory and stuff yeah but it was definitely significant in how actually physically writing not not typing like writing with your hand it just activates parts of your brain that um you know allow you to maybe learn deeper or remember more or process in a way that's a little bit more meaningful than just talking about it but actually it's so funny i uh, i saw my therapist on friday um and I was talking to her about, God, because we started this last week, right?
1: Oh well, yeah, because this is, this is the one week day six.
2: of our podcast, Mike.
1: It's one week. One week strong.
2: <laughs> Happy that's, anniversary. That's,
1: that's success. We've made it a week.
2: Hey, here's the thing, though. Isn't it great? I think both of you, both you and I are like this, but I won't speak for you, is that we're not necessarily doing this to get followers or sell anything or it's just such a cathartic process for me
1: yeah you know it's interesting you say that because at first I was really interested in like okay well how many people have watched this and that stuff but I haven't looked I haven't looked because like that's not what it's been about um it's really been about the process of this haul so uh especially at the more it goes on the more i'm realizing what i'm getting out of it and i'm like well well now i'm just doing this for me like this is why i'm doing this you know yeah. it's interesting um you know, you pond- jordan peterson well, 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 has a uh a, 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 i know but a authoring program too because you know he he really talks about the power of writing uh, he thinks everybody should write you know and and he has like a past authoring program, a future authoring program. I think like it's like a present authoring program. But essentially, like you, you go through all these prompts. I bought it. I haven't done it. Kind of like a lot of things I do in life. I'm going to do it one day. Uh, okay. But now that I'm doing this, like, I'm like, well, I'm going to kind of continue on after this mail and jump. I'll actually use that program that I bought of his. And, and write, you know, prompts you to write some things about your past and prompts you to write some things about your future, prompts you to write some things about your present situation. So, you know, I think, you know, it's just the idea of like getting it out of there, putting it down on paper or computer or whatever the hell you're writing on. There's, there's a uh, healing process for sure.
2: Absolutely. Um, do you want to go into core beliefs or do you want to end here today? <clears throat>
1: Uh well we have to do this nature thing, okay. being in nature, and then we can probably end after that, and we'll go into beliefs the next one. But the nature thing was interesting because I use it all the time. Yeah, me too. I just do like I I, I and it doesn't have to be crazy like getting in get, getting outside and being in nature. Like I don't have to go drive somewhere to do it. Like to feel it. I mean, I just need to be outside, yeah. outside and like. On your skin yeah son like i use walking you know i always said like you know i love training the way i do and intensity and crossfit and all that stuff but if i had to pick one thing i was like there's one exercise that i could do for the rest of my life that i had to pick it would just be walking I walks, love long walks like i just love them
2: like a meditation
1: and it, it's like a meditation it's like a tr- for me, and you know, another, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not gonna put words in other people's mouths, but for me, it's like it's a true form of presence because I just kind of stop thinking about all the things prior to the walk, and I just pay attention to you know colors and sounds and you know what animals are flying or running by and and I think what's really cool about it is like one of my favorite things when I go on a walk, and it's great out here in California, is you have is like the contrast of colors in the world blows my mind. Where it's like, you know, deep greens, or even in California, you have these like weird browns and then greens, and then you have this amazingly blue sky and like the grayish purple mountains in the back. And it's like this this constant, beautiful contrast of colors that are like always right in front of you there's some sense of awe every time i'm like on an ice run or a walk something i don't see it's something that kind of stops you in your tracks and i think the coolest thing about for me being in nature it's one of the times where i don't require and we talked about this earlier but it's one of the other times in my life where i don't require an explanation i don't care about the explanation and there is there's an explanation why the sky is so blue and there's an explanation why the leaves get so green or this flower is this color why this bird is making this call like there's all these explanations for these things but i don't give a shit about it i don't care what the explanation is It's like i just enjoy it
2: right but it's also what i can see is that stability and security because it's the same it's something you can trust fully to always remain as it is
1: it is and i don't exactly it's like it's one of the times in life where you could, you truly just, I mean, there are a lot of times, but like you go outside or I go outside, I'll go on a walk and I go on a run and look around and there's enjoyment and there's joy in being where I am and doing what I'm doing and like not worrying about why, I don't care about why like i don't it doesn't matter or like how it all got there you know where it's all going it's just like i'm here and i love it you know and and that's what it ends up being for me And like there's there's certain smell you know the other cool thing about nature is like there's like you said there's a stability there's there's sights and smells and things that just oh man this grab a hold of you like one that i can like like that i'll smell sometimes and like i just i don't know i have this feeling of just bring me back to childhood and like it's a really great feeling is especially out here because it gets so dry and you kind of have the deserty you know um environment but like right after it rains there's like this certain oh. smell oh. in the desert right. and it's like i because i grew up in arizona you know for my early childhood and I'll smell that. And it's like, I'm dropped right back in Tucson, Arizona. And after it rains, which is a pretty big deal out there. Right. And you're just like, and it's just such a the, the feeling of the air and the smell and all that. It's like, it's awesome. I love that. No. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, so I, do, maybe- I do it every day. Every yeah. day I'm going on walks outside every day.
2: It's. I mean, we live in the best place, honestly. To be able to, mm-hmm. do it. apart from Cape Town, is definitely better than than California, hundred percent. But at least we can amazing. walk safely outside, right?
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah. Cape Town's amazing. Though.
2: So, what about think, for you,
1: what is it for you?
2: Well, okay, nature. I mean, you know, it's, here's the thing. I have a, like a little zoo at home. I have ducklings. I have baby chicks. I have a turkey. I have chickens, I have a bearded dragon, I've got two cats, I've got a dog, you know what I mean? Like I, my <laughs> I dogs, yeah, I have, have like a petting zoo. zoo, anybody wants to come over, I have a petting zoo at home. Um, I
1: didn't know you had a bearded dragon too.
2: Oh, of course. I mean, so anyways, I think I might, the mo- I wake up now these days, we only got the ducklings like two, three weeks ago, they're so mm-hmm. cute, and we have this pond with turtles and koi. Mm-hmm. And stuff.
0: Little feet. <sighs>
2: They're so cute. They're so little. They have these tiny little wings and these big little bodies. And they get so excited and they call me in the morning to let them out. And they like waddle into the pond. And um, you know, just watching the pure joy. Like I sit there and I have my coffee and I have and I have my journal. And I just like I'm just like, fuck, life's amazing. I'm yeah. so grateful. There is nothing that I need in this moment. Nothing.
1: Yeah, that's nothing. what it does. I need that's more money. It. I
2: don't need better clothing. I don't need um you know what I mean like less wrinkles like there is nothing I need yeah. at this moment nothing I don't need anything from anyone like I am yeah. so content just yeah. being able to witness this beautiful sight anyway and then obviously the other thing um how, like how I experience nature I have my whole life is through horse riding and mm-hmm. my complete obsession with with horses and this this horse that I have right now um I got him. I was very lucky. I mean, I wasn't lucky The his owner passed away very unexpectedly okay. from cancer. And I had been oh. riding horse while, Yeah, while she was in the hospital because the horse I had at the time got injured. And I was like, this horse came to me at a time where I needed stability and security and sweetness and joy in my life, because that's what he is. Like he is I will drive up and he will hear my car and he will get so happy. It doesn't matter if I well, and you, and you kind played. of
1: entered into his life.
2: I entered into his life and we, we both bring each other joy. Like he's so well-trained and so rigid in his training and everything. And here I am like this wild, free, like little thing. And I get on him and I make him go fast and I make him go out. And I like, I, I play with him and I, tease him and I do all the things that he's never been allowed to do and for me he brings that safety and stability and surety and I know with him I'm safe and I've never, yeah, I've awesome. never felt safe in my life and so like to me that is the greatest gift in the whole world and you know I mean with animals like they reflect our yeah. energy to us and so I can see when I'm out of touch with myself because him and I will just not get on mm there will be no gel. I can, I can see when I am a little bit like manic in the way that I'm relating. And this often happens when I start doing online dating, which I've taken a complete sabbatical from. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he will, he just, he just won't listen to me, you know, he will, he'll be strong and he'll just be difficult. And so I, I can learn so much about myself through this, this horse. But anyway, on Saturday I had this riding lesson with really good friend of mine who is probably one of the most beautiful women I've I know and um she's she's 60 but she literally looks 40 she's just badass like she owns this restaurant here and she's just a beautiful strong powerful woman and we were talking about sexual energy actually and it was <laughs> fun it was, was Easter and she was saying to me you know this And it's something that I've kind of been struggling with as well, because, you know, coming, getting divorced, being in a marriage, being with somebody for 17 years, getting divorced and then trying to rediscover who I am as a woman, apart from just being a mother, has been a challenging process. It really, really has. And so how do I take this sexual energy and make it into something that's because I grew up in such a religious upbringing, isn't dirty and wrong and bad. And, you know, she was like, you know what sexual energy is? It's creativity. Mm. It's this rebirthing of something. Because wh- why do we engage in acts of sex? It's to create life.
1: Yeah, creation, for sure. Right. Yeah. And so
2: how do I use this energy to create everything that I desire in my life? Finances, so, relationships. So- Fulfilling yes.
1: through creativity. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
2: So how do I harness this energy and make, make it creative? Like, It's just about renaming and redefining yeah. and, and having a different understanding and perspective. So what this challenge has allowed me is to shift my perspective from a very limited view of myself and the world to a greater view of being an observer in this process and
0: allowing it to unfold. I like that. In a week, you know? You know,
1: that's the crazy part is it has only been a week. But it just goes to show like, man, it's so easy to ignore things or not even ignore. It's not even like, because ignoring requires some amount of uh consciousness of it all, right like it's so easy to just kind of go on autopilot you know we talked about this at some other point and just be in this like weird survival mode um where you're just getting through it at all day to day like you're just trying to get through it all day to day and you don't really know who you are or what you want out of life or what life wants out of you all those different things that we've talked about um you know what you need and and and, and what what you should what you should make your decisions against. You know, you're just making them based off of a whim. You know, what do I want to do? What do I think is right? And 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 there's nothing to measure against. There's no. Which you know, I think was what happens with a lot of this stuff. Is like like you said, you're now this observer, but you also you're creating to some extent. I don't know if a baseline is the right word, but you're creating something to measure against. And. I think that's super important. those are your values, right? Like I, I'm now I can now I can look at where my life is going and the decisions I'm making and say, like, is this the right decision for me? Or am I, you know, am I doing this for another reason? Before it was just you just make the decision, hope for the best. You know what I mean? So I don't know. There's something uh
0: call it spontaneity. Yeah. Actually, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly, it's interesting.
1: And exactly. I think the, the crazy part is it's a week, it's been a week, so.
2: Well, it's been a week of a lifetime's work
0: culminating.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm really interested to see the next two weeks go. And um, I would, I, I hope that we could figure out a way to get more people doing it because I'd love to hear how other people um, you know just like how do they what do they get out of it and how are they working through it? Yeah. Is it is it as beneficial
0: is this an to, invitation
1: i think we should i think we should <laughs> give it to
0: people okay let's do it all right how do you want that to to what does that look like
1: i don't know yet but we'll figure it out <laughs>
2: If you're interested, we'll write it
1: down. We'll look at our value. You
0: know, we'll
1: write it down, and we'll figure it out. But, but I think, well, yeah, you know, like, you know, like, I mean, I think the easiest way to do it is let's find who's interested. You know, like maybe people who are watching this and social media or something like that, and say, hey, like this sounds really cool. I'd like to give it a shot. And we could say, hey, well, you're, you know, try it out, see what you think.
2: Have you ever read this poem called The Invitation? I don't think so. <laughs> I actually, it's its not like, it's not classical poetry. I'm not into that kind of stuff. I'm into like
0: anything that touches my heart. It's, it's becoming- really, it's, What?
1: The dog just completely- You're being us.
2: super distracted, I to say
1: well it's hard not to when the dog is like pulling is it breakable items off yes it's carl pulling <laughs> breakable items off of like the table or trying to burrow his way into a cabinet to eat toilet paper <laughs> like i'm trying to ignore it and i'm like you know the next thing i going to hear is glass breaking all over the place just a maniac <laughs> just like a little <laughs> asshole
2: you're doing a great job remaining calm amidst it's chaos okay yeah. I think this um, poem actually, and I've wanted to share it with you for the last couple of days. Um, I think it sums up beautifully what we're doing. Mm. Can, I, can I read it?
1: Yeah. It, so it's called The really Invitation. Good. Is this also an invitation to everybody to get Is involved? This an
2: invitation? Yes. This, this poem sums up what we're doing by accident.
1: <laughs> I like that. Let's hear it.
2: Okay, so it's called "The Invitation" by Araya Mountain Dreamer. Don't laugh at the name; it's a good poem. Okay, it doesn't interest me. What job? I have to? I know. I sometimes I'm like, can you not just call yourself like John Smith or something? Seriously. Anyway, it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are i want to know if you'll risk looking like like a fool for love for your dream for the adventure of being alive it doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon i want to know if you've touched the center of your own sorrow if he, if you've if you have been opened by life's betrayals or have become shrivelled and closed from fear of further pain I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine, or your own without moving to hide it or fade it or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, if you can dance with wilderness and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful, be realistic, remember the limitations of being human. It doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself if you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul, if you can be faithless and therefore trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty even when it's not pretty every day and if you can source your own life from its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure, yours and mine, and still stand at the edge of the lake and shout to the silver of the full moon, yes. It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up at... If you can get up after the night of grief and despair, weary and bruised to the bone and do what needs to be done to feed the children. It doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustains you from inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments
1: yeah right that pretty much sums it up goodness gracious like there's things in there where i'm like in one way or another we kind of hit on all of that
0: anyway i'll leave you really good
2: that's great right i'll leave you with this quote and it's by Ines Nin from from the weekend that the, that Rainer Wilde shared, and it says, "Life shrinks or expands in proportion to
0: one's courage—the courage to show up for ourselves to live with." Mm-hmm.
1: Which I would say, this day and age requires more and more courage than it has in the past, but doesn't mean you can't do it
0: nope absolutely not all right so if
2: anyone's interested drop us a line post your email in whatever social media platform you're seeing this or i don't even have an email address that works at the moment that i can share do you
1: no but if they post theirs we'll figure it out
2: okay dm us do whatever needs to be done yay until next time
1: (laughs) next time
0: is beliefs it's gonna be good
2: oh next time's core beliefs yeah